right, so I think I figured out the pitch meeting for this movie. Uh-huh. Right? So people hated the X-Men movies because they didn't stick to the comic book stories, right? <laughs> oh, did they? But they love Wolverine, right? Yeah. So sure. let's make a movie that's just Wolverine. And people can't get mad that they didn't stick to the, the story because Wolverine's had so many changes to his history. You can't get it wrong. Oh, yeah, you can. Because how is it that I don't even remember these movies and yet half of that wasn't even headcanon? <laughs> and then, like, they're making the movie and they're writing the script and everybody's happy and they're like, you know what would really punch this movie up? Let's pull in a couple of characters that are really popular people that haven't made it in the movies yet. Like Gambit and Deadpool. Was that actually supposed to be Deadpool? Yes, that was Deadpool. Are you serious? Yes. In fact, yes. They they called him Deadpool in the movie. No, they called him Wade. Wade Wilson is Deadpool's name, but they yeah. also said that the pool of genetics... Oh, my God. Yes, that's how he got his name in this movie. Well, how did I miss that? Oh, wait, that was at the end of the four hours, and I was bored by then. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Seriously. I love you. Oh, God. <sighs> okay, well, <laughs> that's not our usual opener, because you just, you just didn't have one, huh? No. There was nothing juicy about this movie that that you could play up? Nothing? No. Nope, but I'm Jay. I'm Stacy. And this is Marvel Movie Night. This week for Marvel Movie Night, we watched Fox's X-Men Origins, colon Wolverine. You know it's a problem when the damn movie's got three different titles. <laughs> the only movie from 2009. Well, that how, what part of the year in 2009? Was it April, at the very end of April, beginning of May. Yeah, so they, were, they made this and went, oh shit, we fucked up and decided <laughs> to take a break. Written by David Beninoff and Skip Woods. Again, never heard of those people. Yeah, directed by Gavin Hood. And uh, we did really well when you told us who was in the movie. Oh. It, who's it starring? <sighs> well, the main character is Ryan Reynolds. Okay. <laughs> Dominic Monaghan. Love him. Will I Am. Are you now? <laughs> Liam Shriver. Mm-hmm. Kevin Durand. Uh, Daniel Henry, which nobody will know the name of unless you are a Criminal Minds fan. Um, he's the newest new guy near the end of Criminal Minds. Uh, and uh, whoever that guy is that's playing uh, Wolverine. That guy. That guy. He's not a main character or anything. He's nobody important. There's like a lot of people in this movie. <laughs> there were a lot of faces in this movie. There were a couple of faces I thought looked familiar. But weren't. Okay. <laughs> Probably. You know, just that guy actors that you see a lot. Yeah, that goes a hell of a lot better when I'm not butchering people's names. <laughs> yeah. Um, Liam Schreiber. Schreiber? Uh-huh. 
Schreiber. Now you're butchering names, and that makes me feel better. <laughs> well, apparently we've been saying uh, Mark Ruffalo. Uh-huh. And it's Ruffalo. Okay. Uh, all I can say in my defense is uh, I half-ass speak a lot of languages, and pronunciations sometimes come out funny. All I can say in my defense is I learned to pronounce words by reading and not talking to people. Yeah. Because I wasn't socialized well as a child. <laughs> Same. <laughs> and I still don't know to this day whether it's Alanis or Alanis. Oh. Well, I, good point. I say Alanis because it sounds better. Yeah. So, everybody's favorite segment. Uh-huh. Guess that budget. <laughs> this is not everybody's favorite segment <laughs> guess the budget they spent stupid money on this movie not enough money on some things um i uh 150 exactly yeah i'm getting better at this <laughs> <laughs> opening weekend they pulled in 85 million uh, domestically, 180. And I actually saw this movie in the movie theater. I can't remember who made me go, but... This might have been a birthday movie for me. Fair uh, enough. So we're part of that 180 domestic, uh, 373 worldwide. Oh. Well, they made their money back then. Yeah. It spent a week at number one. Only one week? It had some competition. I, you know, I rem- remember this being... Well talked about, though. Yeah, it was. But it had some competition. Okay. Uh, A little cartoon nobody's ever heard of called Up. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Wow, really? They're contemporaries? Yeah. Oh, that's weird to think about. A funny little flick uh, called Night at the Museum 2. The Smithsonian, the Battle for the Smithsonian, I think, was the second one. Yeah. Oh, I love that movie. You know, with the intent to touch. <laughs> love yeah. <that. laughs> Another entry in the Terminator franchise, the one that's called Terminator Salvation. We still need to watch all of those in order because I think we missed one. I think so, too. Um, and, and they started getting a little bit too complicated to be fun. A small indie Tom Hanks film called Angels and Demons. Oh. You were in Iraq then. Or getting ready to go to Iraq. Yeah, potentially. Because you totally uh, brought back, or you mailed back Angels and Demons that you bought in Iraq. I remember. And the J.J. Abrams movie that unseated this for number one. Was Star Trek. What? Yeah. Which one? The J.J. Abrams reboot movie with Zachary Quinto as Spock. And oh my God, those are that old? Yeah. Holy shit. I still think of those as the new Star Trek movies. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Wow. Good Lord. Time flies so fast yeah. when you start getting older. So that was a heavy field. Yeah, for real. Um... Just off the top, this movie is not what I remember. No. I remember a full-on at least three seconds of Wolverine took us. Like, in my memory, the only thing I remember from this whole movie was this big cinematic ass reveal. Where he jumps up out of the water and he his his blades go, shing! 
and then there's tuchus, and then lots of back muscles. And I was waiting for it the whole movie, but it was like the the TV cut it off at the bottom, so you didn't even see. And it wasn't our TV either because there was a black band at the bottom. Yeah, that was what they trimmed. And then it was like a split second. Is my younger brain like freeze frame that or something? What what happened? I don't know. This isn't what I remembered either. I completely had had uh, blocked out the gambit stuff. And I remember the Deadpool introduction being uh, way better than that. Well, and also I did not remember that his girlfriend was fake dead. Also, I'm really upset that I'm at the age now that the drug that they used to make her look dead is a drug that I take every day to keep me alive. <sighs> I That keeps happening to me and I don't like it. Hydrochlorothiazide is not... It does lower your heart rate, but I don't know that it's like... It's not like succinylcholine. <laughs> I am not an international spy or assassin. <laughs> it doesn't. It's not like known to slow your heart rate so much you seem dead. That's yeah. crazy town. It, and he could have just uh, whatever. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It, there's so much. Yeah. So let's just dive in there. Yeah. So the the Chiron says 1845 Canada, and I'm immediately excited. Yeah. That's I, after the Marvel opener. Well, fuck the Marvel opener. Nobody cares okay. anymore. <laughs> it was there. Yay. Yeah. Woohoo. Um, 1845 Northwest Territories. I don't fucking remember any of this. Yeah. Not not a single bit of it. Um, And I don't know why. I, this, as I intimated in the opener, this is as plausible an origin for Wolverine as anything in the comics. Yeah. Wolverine's history has been muddied by fake memories, implanted memories, people uh, trying to, to scramble his brain, his healing factor, healing over scar tissue yeah. and painful memories, Xavier fooling around in there. So Bad what you're guys saying fooling is, around in there. What you're saying is, if you had a grandma who sat and watched her stories every day and couldn't miss her stories, then you will enjoy reading comic books. Sure. Because these are soap operas. Absolutely soap operas. Would you say? Absolutely soap operas. <laughs> A little bit of your, um, I don't know if that was New England or if that was some weird Kentucky. It's, it's, uh... Jay and Miles call the X-Men... The world's greatest soap opera. Soap opera? Why are you giving me a hard time? Uh, because it's my job. Hey. <laughs> but so this. That's what I get paid for. This origin for Wolverine is. I, Mythbusters can go ahead and throw down the plausible. You're funny. Here's the thing, though. All I remember about his history is. He doesn't remember his history, but they spelled it all out for us exactly. It's not a mystery anymore how yeah. old he is or anything like that. Yeah. I don't remember him having a brother either. Yeah, so Sabretooth being his brother is, again, plausible. We have, I, throughout the comics, there's hints that he's his dad. Sabretooth is Wolverine's dad. Didn't you tell me, though, that brother. Sabretooth was the U.S. Army, or the Canadian Army, I guess, in this instance, 
trying to recreate Wolverine? That's also part of the theory. Okay, you um, got to stop telling me only one theory because <laughs> then that sticks in my head. Yeah. And then I think that's the... Because why in the world would I think there are six different origin stories? It's it's a very muddy history for Wolverine. That's It's terrible. Why um, would they do that? There's also one uh, storyline where there's this like almost god, wolf god thing that has had children that include Wolverine, Logan, this uh, Why does it sound like they're vaguely stealing Native American... Uh... His... Wolverine's history does get tied into some very First Nation heritage stories. Mm, but part that's of that, iffy. that's kind of okay because Wolverine sometimes is that old enough to have been born as part of the First Nations. Okay, I am willing to let you retcon new information once. You write the story... And then you tell the story, and then later on, you're like, oh, shit, this would really tie in all this story. And then throw that in there, as long as you make it make sense, and I'm good. But you can't do that six damn times. Well, these comic book writers are, a lot of times, they're they're yes-ands, right? Mm. All of this stuff that you read before, great. And here's this cool new thing. I don't like that. I mean, it's... When you've got a story that's been written by multiple people that's lasted for 80 years, well, 60 years, if, if you start at the Silver Age. Yes, you've got a, an established timeline that you don't have to rehash. The thing about Wolverine, well, you do have to rehash because new readers come all the time. New readers don't do what I'm doing right now and go back and read Okay, yeah, that's fair enough. For a long time, they didn't even have the ability to do that. Yeah. But rehash it... With the same story, only enhanced. Sure, modernized sometimes even. Yeah, the that makes sense. But why in the world are you completely redoing the entire story? Especially with the kind of people who are comic oh, book yeah. readers who remember every flipping detail. Yeah. The thing about Wolverine's past that makes it unique is that his past has never been told by a reliable narrator. He himself... His own memories are not reliable by their nature. Well, but this time, in this movie, it's pretty yes. definitive. And we will probably not have that history contradicted by a movie made by Fox. Sure. Great. That doesn't help me any. All right. So, what is the history? History is 1845 Northwest Territories. Canada. Canada. Uh, we got a couple of boys. One's named Victor. One's named James. Which I also didn't know was his real name. I thought his first name was Logan. Victor's dad is is drunk and raising hell and wants to see James's uh, mom. James's dad goes out to talk to him. There's a fight. Uh, Victor's dad kills James's dad. They go out and see what's going on. Young young James pops his claws for the first time and kills Victor's dad, goes running off into the woods. What? Okay, don't forget to mention, uh, Victor's dad says, no, you don't understand, that's not your real dad, I am. Yes. That's pretty important. Um, that's how he and 
Cotton Mathers end up being brothers. And th- then Saber, or then Victor catches up to James and says, "Hey, we're brothers. We'll always be together." Sure. Which, without telling us immediately, these are the people that grow up to be Wolverine and Sabretooth. Sabretooth is actually older then. A little bit older, yeah. But uh, he doesn't look older. Yeah, so in this movie, maybe two or three years older. On a timeline since 1845, what's that, 150 years? Plus or minus 160? Sure, yeah. A couple of years don't make much of a difference. Except they're not really aging that much. They're not really aging that much. Uh, Their healing factors... uh, are incredible and stop the aging process. Well, the reason that we age is that the the ends of your little uh, your your DNA fall off. Yes. And stop reproducing. So their healing factor stops that from happening. So that actually does make sense and I'm shocked. Now, that said, Wolverine's healing factor is subdued a little bit because he is constantly fighting off heavy metal poisoning. Well, Sure, after the adamantium. Yes. I, how did he fight off the molten metal temperatures is what I want to know. He healed around it. Wolverine's healing factor is one of the strongest in the in the. So he just literally MCU. can't die. He was blown up well, one they time. Showed, he was they practically had... atomized one time and came back from a couple of drops of blood. That bothers me That part doesn't get acknowledged very much. Well, there's a reason. Yeah. Okay, anyway... So, so way off track here. Yeah. Well, as it will be more entertaining than the movie. <laughs> we. Oh boy, I think I'm trying to figure out whether or not because I liked. I remember liking the movie. I'm trying to figure out if it's a combination of not really being in the mood. And not being in a movie theater. Because, you know, sometimes when you're home and it's not completely dark, your focus is pulled. You know, the puppy is, like, sure. making us have to pause a couple of times. We are watching all of these movies on equal footing. And we are watching them way more quickly. Listen, if we'd have been watching these movies as they came out in the theater, uh, we now have... If just from Blade, because there was a big gap between Howard the Duck and Blade, right? <laughs> uh, we yeah. now have a decade of movie watching. That's crazy. Right? That we've watched in a few months. Mm-hmm. So wow. putting them all together gives more perspective on how good. This movie came in a drought, right? It was the only one in 2009. It was the only Marvel movie in 2009. We don't get another one until 2010, and there's only one in 2010. Yeah. I, I just, there's there's some there's some factor here. Yeah. Because uh, I don't care about Marvel movies. Um, it wasn't the X factor for this movie. I, you're funny. <laughs> it just, it just kept going, though. Yeah. And it felt like, it felt like there, there were, there was too much story happening. Which I know I am saying this. When I, I need story and dialogue. There's just, there's, it's missing something, and I can't really quite put my finger on it. I don't know if it was too long. I just wasn't in the mood. It, it's possible that I just wasn't in the mood because if I had watched Indiana Jones in a shitty mood the first time, I wouldn't have liked it. I was in the mood. 
<laughs> I was ready to love this movie. Well, that's fair. That is fair. I mean, but that's that's why it's good for us in our with our two different perspectives. Yep. Because if we both say it kind of blowed blue, it blows. If we both say it blows, it probably did a little. I don't know. So the opening credits montage was pretty good. We watched. Oh, yeah, we got that uh, telling us some backstory thing again. Yeah, we watched the brothers participate in every war from the 1800s. So from the Civil War all the way up through Nam. Yeah. Yeah, they would have had to have booked it down south. They would have just been old enough to start fighting for the for the Civil War, but whatevs. Yeah, why they did, did they why did they come to the United States? Well, they had to get out of Canada. They had just killed their dads. I don't know. Hmm. Also because Sabretooth is bloodthirsty and oh, there was fair. a war to go play in. Sure. Okay. I I mean what I want, what I would have loved, because uh Lev Schreiber, I I really like him. Uh he's a good actor. Uh if the two of them had done this movie and it had just been Wolverine and Sabretooth fighting in all those wars. Oh yeah. Talk about an awesome movie. Dude, they could, these days, mm-hmm. they would make it a, a Disney Plus TV show, right? No, I don't want that crap. These days, which is nothing more than a 10-hour ten, ten movie, Yeah, but, it's, but sometimes it's too much. They'd make it a Disney Plus TV show. It'd, be kind, it'd kind of feel like Highlander, where they'd have a little bit in the now, but they're always talking about the wars that they... Flashing back to the wars they no. participated in. I nope, yeah. nope, don't like it. Nope, I want a three-hour-long movie where a portion of each movie is a different one of the wars, and a little bit of why they got into it. Uh, of like actual story. I don't. No more damn TV shows. Um, I liked the Miss Marvel show, but if I can't watch it all at once, I don't want it. Um, I'm tired of that. I really like this whole binging idea. The kids got one thing right. Binging is awesome. Binging is not working out for Netflix. Well, that's their problem. Because people don't talk about it for months and keep But you don't need to. You just keep putting it up at the top of the queue for people to see, and they'll eventually watch it. It's, It's not panning out. Anyhow. What's not panning out is them being assholes about it. If they had just... You know, keep the price at a decent level, not change it around, and not tell people they're not allowed to share passwords anymore. It wouldn't be a problem. So, at the end of the war montage... Yep, best part of the movie. We end up... Uh, Sabretooth's gone just a little too far. Yeah, which... Was that Korea or Vietnam? I'm gonna th- I think it's Vietnam. Okay. Because they end up going to Lagos afterwards. Um yeah, they kind of did, they they went through the wars a little fast. It took me a couple of wars to realize what they were doing. Yeah. And I saw the Doughboy hat, and I was like, oh, wait, shit. That's a different war. Because it, it was a little dark. Like, the screen, like, yeah. was actually literally dark. Well, and the uniforms for Korea and Nam were pretty pretty they're, similar. They're, no, they were, they were exactly the same. Um, the equipment was very similar. Uh, it's hard to tell the difference. I think the only reason why I associate it with Nam is because the the over eagerness of some soldiers in Vietnam got publicized more, and I think yeah, 
Oh boy, you're mm -hmm. yeah. If, the uniform to, that, to paint that with the nicest brush possible. Oh yeah, for real. Uh, but the uniform that my grandpa wore in Korea was the exact same uniform as as Vietnam. Yeah. Now, I mean, sure, somebody could correct me, but like I have pictures of him in the same outfit. Uh, <laughs> Just said outfit. You know what I mean. So. Logan and uh, and Sabretooth are scheduled for execution by firing squad, mm -hmm. and then they get executed, and then they're in a prison cell. Yeah. Now, back in the Old West, and I think England also, I've read stories where this happened in England also, your sentence is to be hung, right? Yeah. And if you get hung, and you don't die... <laughs> Your sentence is over. You got hung. Well, then they started changing the sentence. Hung until you're dead. Hung from the neck until you are dead. At one movie, it was until you're dead, dead, dead. I think that, that was Billy <laughs> the Kid. <laughs> <laughs> but There's a lot of random bits of information, but then any of the important stuff I need to try to recall is just not there. I, I don't know what to do about it. But so, uh, Major Stryker shows up at their prison cell. Yeah. And he's like, hey, um, I want you to join my, my elite squad here. Mm. I would, too. Oh, you yeah. just heard rumors about two soldiers that didn't die in a firing squad? You definitely need to snatch them up. And uh, Logan's a little apprehensive, but Stryker's like, well, we can go back to killing you again. Yeah. And so they sign up. Here's the thing. I don't understand why they were put in the firing squad. He killed one of his own soldiers. They killed a senior officer, yeah. He was... But... The blood... The, so we're just supposed to pretend that there was a, you know, an inquest and a... Yeah. Military tribunal. It goes quick. In country. Yeah. In, th in theater. Oh, yeah. They would do that. Didn't, didn't seem like that'd be a safe place to do that. Sure. Okay. I didn't know did they did firing squads for soldiers. I need to know if that's real. I'm going to be doing some research later just for my own personal knowledge. Um, so they join up, and the next thing we see is them on a, on a military plane heading to Lagos. There are some notable characters on this plane with them, almost none of who are properly pulled from the comics. On this plane with them is Wade Wilson. Yeah. Who ends up becoming Deadpool. Which doesn't make any damn sense. And is not consistent with his origin at all. Nope. Not the one I know, anyway. There's Fred Dukes, who ends up becoming the Blob. I am extremely upset about that. Also not part of Weapon X, and also not even close to how he got his origin. Um... The Blob is much more closely related to Pyro, who we know from the X-Men movies. We'll talk about him when his powers show up later. Uh, there's a dude called Agent Zero, mm -hmm. who there was a Zero, I remember, from the comics, but he was more of an android mm -hmm. slash sentinel from the future. Good lord. Really complicated history. Sure. Dead. No. Well, they've watered it down like crazy, all of it. Yeah. I don't understand why they do that. I, they mashed some stuff together and just did whatever. I don't. I, I don't understand why they're so lazy. It's pure laziness. Um, yeah. So, every important. 
good. Oh, and Will I Am is on the. Yeah, Will I Am. He's a teleporter. Plays John, but I we didn't get I, like a. I don't know which which guy he ends up supposed to be. I feel like we've seen a guy like him before, but when he when he skipped out, it made a funny sound. Was that uh, Nightcrawler can teleport? Yeah, is yeah. that who we were? No, you sure? Nightcrawler's blue and furry. Oh. Oh, I'm sorry. Are they doing exactly the what they're supposed to do in this movie then? Fair enough. But Nightcrawler's name is Kurt Wagner. So not Oh yeah, I remember him. Yeah, so not black, not American. Uh yeah, so I don't know then. They just they're just making shit yeah. up as they go. Which you know technically is what they're supposed to do. <laughs> so the team assaults this compound because the general tell or the, the major tells them to. And we see some ridiculous-ass powers. Zero's doing some really so, unpossible weapons reloading. Um, we don't see him have any powers in the movie. All we see him do is this, um, like, acrobatics yeah. slash parkour, and then is really fast and can somehow... Now, if you've ever reloaded a pistol, you know, it takes a smidge more... Uh, than just haphazardly slapping the magazine in, or the clip into the gun. You have to actually, like, hit it pretty good to get it to click in. And this guy just flips him up in the air, grabs new clips, throws them into the gun, and they just slide right in there like butter. Yeah. Which is not realistic at all. Just forget the slowing down time or being so fast, whatever. Just the mechanics of a gun don't work that way. Yeah. Um, and and that ruins it for me right off the bat. You can't even try to be a little real. Like, be fast. Sure. That's, I can get with that. But that kind of stuff pulls me out of it immediately. And then I stop caring. Well, and Deadpool spinning his katanas fast enough to be cutting all the bullets and yeah. bouncing them at people. It was just... Now... This was ridiculous. This was comic book... This was beyond comic book yeah. ridiculous. I'm not even sure that they were katanas because the ends were shaped differently. Fair. Even they aren't strong enough to uh, to split a bullet in half without receiving any damage. If you did that even once, you would have to replace the weapon. Didn't Mythbusters try that once? Um... Yeah, you know what? I think they did. Um, I I do recall them taking a sword and putting it in a vice and then shooting at the sword. Not actually shooting and then having the sword there and swinging at it, but that's something we could look up if we cared to. But I don't remember. I, I think it actually did work, but the sword still gets ruined. But again, that's another one of those things where you have to pretend that physics don't work. Nobody in fucking hell is fast enough to swipe at bullets and actually split them in half. It's bullshit. The Mythbusters had to shoot at the sword in order to make that work. Yeah. And, and, and this is why uh, if I'm going to watch a shoot 'em up beat the fuck out of other people movie, it's going to be like a Western or something. Or like Death Wish or Die Hard because these don't make any damn sense. Yeah, so we find out that uh, the major was not assaulting this compound because this was a bad guy. <gasps> what? He wanted the rock that was on his desk. Here's my problem. Why don't 
these motherfuckers ever just ask? Yeah, because the dude just, didn't know what he had. No, just knock on the door and be like, hey, I, you know, I don't care what you got going on here, like blood diamonds, whatever the fuck. I don't want to steal anything from you. I just want to know, can I see this rock, this one that you don't think is worth anything? Yeah. Uh, I just want to check it out. I'll give you half of what we spent planning and executing this assault on your right? compound. Yeah, and the guy's like, I don't even care. Have it. Yeah. Like, they killed a shit ton of people for no fucking reason. He yeah. could have just knocked on the door. That happens so often in these movies where, like, they don't even... That's just the difference between boys and girls. I'm telling you right now. Because chicks would be like, hey, can I see that for a second? You know, and then dudes are like, let's murder everybody. <laughs> so they follow that, um, the source of that rock to a village because uh, they want they want more of it. Yeah, well, they want more of it, but don't even know what the fuck it is yet. I think the general knows what it is. Well, I mean, but if he or the colonel slash whatever major, the fuck whatever that asshole is, he um, he has the rock. You take it to a lab. The lab analyzes it. The lab will tell you where it came from. Yeah. Uh, uh, if it came from up in the sky, then you don't need to worry about where where it was in the village because that's just where it happened to land and has nothing to do with its origin. So they follow this to a village. The villagers won't tell them where it's from. It, you know why? Because he stuck a gun in their face. Yeah, it, it was a holy site or something. There's some translating mismatch. And then these... Ryan Reynolds is speaking their language. Yeah. Uh, so then the these mercenaries, soldier... I don't even know what this band of people are supposed to be. They're the Suicide Squad? <sighs> kind of, yeah. Um, They're all rogue, uh, criminally... But sanctioned by the government because this is a... Maybe. Uh, we we don't have any proof that that's true. They start going crazy and, and killing some people, and Logan's conscience gets the better of him. He stops him from killing some, and then he walks off. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what made him then. I mean, he's killed hundreds of people at this point. He's probably killed in his entire lifetime thousands of people. So what about that triggered him? Because you know uh, in Korea and Vietnam and you know he's seen children die before. Yeah, the two world wars, the revolution, oh, yeah. or the, the civil war was not a very... Uh, well, nobody wants to know the truth about how gross the civil war is. Yeah. Uh, lots of very uncool things happened. So six years later in the Canadian Rockies... Mm-hmm. Uh, Logan's got a girlfriend, and he's he's oh. living a nice, calm life. She's pretty, too. As a logger. She's, I mean, she's not, like, model gorgeous, but she's... She's real pretty. Yeah, she's real lady pretty. Sorry, I... No. Um, we she, just, has, she has a very nice, calming, warming presence, too. We get a couple of scenes showing us that they've settled into a real life. Ooh, cool-ass house, too. Nice house. Uh, a job that requires physical labor but isn't, like, all-encompassing. Um, he's Wolverine the Lumberjack. Yeah. He's Scotty Posey with... Fangs. <laughs> Claws. <laughs> um, they're just... They're living a, a good, wholesome life. Yeah. So, meanwhile, in Springfield, Ohio, mm-hmm. Mary is uh, working in a carnival. Yeah, Mary, also known as uh, uh, Bradley, 
you know, sure. for people who are watching the movie and don't know that you mean Lord of the Rings, Mary. Sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, he's got this uh, game he's making. He, he's getting people to play where he, if you can turn off the light bulb with three tries, you win a prize. Yeah, it's less a game and, well, I mean, kind of a game. But it's like three-card Monty, you know, out on the street. Because he's powering the light bulb with his brain. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's what do you call those? They're not scams, but they're like, you know. Rackets. Mm, that's not the word I want. Cheats. No, but you know, like three card Monty, and then like the uh, the cup game. Cons? No, that's not the word. My dad used to call it something. I, I don't remember. It's on the tip of my brain though. Like there's like, you know, out in the street in the city, the people play that game. You always lose because uh, they're tricks, right? They're, they're cons. Yeah, I know that they're cons. My dad had a very 1940s word for it. He called it a shill game. It's a shill game. Uh, it's a short con. It's fine. You can Google it if you want to know. Shill game. Okay. It sounds very 40s. Mary's running that. Sabretooth comes to visit. Ends up killing him for reasons that are unclear. Because the idea is, what they end up telling Wolverine is that somebody is killing all of the old team, and they need Wolverine to come... Oh, well, that's what it is, then. ...join them. He, instead of just saying it, they actually did it. But the people that are killing the team are the team, and it's just bullshit to get Logan to do what they want. Part of the reason this movie sucks so much is because half of the movie... Is them setting up, basically, a long con, speaking of, to get him to do the experiment. Yeah. And again, why the fuck don't they say, hey, we can put adamantium into your body and make you indestructible? You know, because it would be legal to, illegal to force him. Yeah. So you ask. And, it, and the other question they don't answer, really... Is if they wanted to do this so bad, why didn't they just have a Sabretooth do it? Well, they did answer that because Sabretooth's healing factor is not as strong as Wolverine's, and they don't think Sabretooth would have survived. Sure. And if they wanted to make him stronger, uh, they could have just literally just asked Wolverine if they could have a vial of his blood so that they could heal his brother. Yeah. And if they just put it that way. So we need to be able to figure out how to heal your brother better. Can we have some of your blood so that we can help him? No, but instead they're doing three layers of tricking here. Yeah, and it's unnecessary. They're murdering every fucking buddy. Which, to be fair to the writers, sometimes the comic books are this level of bullshit tricks. Sure. There is, there is a recent comic book... Where Matt Murdock, Daredevil, right? Mm-hmm. He has on a mask, and when he pulls it off, there's a Matt Murdock mask, which he's wearing over his Daredevil mask. Um, because what? that is the level of, of complicated the story had to be. That doesn't make any sense. And all of these masks are so lifelike, people believed them. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. So, this movie isn't that far outside of the realm of complicated plot. Okay, so, 
complicated plot is fine, but they didn't actually have to kill do several the killing. Of the yeah, yeah, they didn't. Ha- they could have just said, "Oh my God, your brother has lost his shit and killed everybody." Yeah, we need help. Sure. It, why did they actually have to do it? It's not like Wolverine was fucking watching the news. <laughs> Dude, it's not even, like some carny dying in Ohio was gonna is going to make the news in in the Canadian Rockies. No. Well, he didn't even have a TV. Uh, he looks oh. very much like he doesn't pay attention to any of the outside world because he has escaped the outside world. He is living a peaceful, and you know what? off-the-grid life. If I'm Wolverine and these guys show up, do you know what Stacy would do? move three towns over no. and become a miner. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's too easy. Stacy would kill them all. Because yeah. he showed up. The uh, the general showed up with Agent Zero, the big fat asshole. Um, and they're like, hey, we want to warn you. Except it, it appears that them showing up to warn him led Sabretooth directly to him. Yeah. Because otherwise he would have never found him. How'd they find him, though, is the question. Well, we find that out later, too. Oh, do we? Yes. I, I think I really just stopped paying attention. I, I, my, I started thinking about I have to put the dishes away. and We find that out later, too, because that's, the part, of the, that's part of the long con. Stryker is, uh, shows up with Agent Zero, warns Wolverine that somebody's killing the old team. Yeah, well, don't forget to tell everybody where Wolverine gets his name from in We're this movie. There. We're getting there. Oh, I thought that already happened. Nope. Okay. He then goes and picks her up from the school. This is where we learn her name is Silver Fox. <laughs> is that important? I, yes, because Silver Fox is a character from the comics. Oh, for fuck's sake. Is she magic, too? Yep, she's magic, too. <clears throat> she's magic in this movie too is so she? yes god damn you weren't watching this movie no her sister had diamond skin what was what did she have she has the power to oh yeah that's right eat. shit she has the power to to which we will people. see here in a second okay damn shit <laughs> you can't get mad at me because the movie was boring and might listen it's all it right. is all i can do to make myself keep my eyeballs on the tv the whole time it so, starts getting boring, and my brain goes somewhere else. He picks her up from the school, where we find out that her name is Miss Silver Fox. And all the little kids just love her so much. And on the way home, he uses one of his um, he uses one of his catchphrase lines. Hmm. He says that he is the best there is at what he does, and what he does isn't very nice. Yeah, that's my catchphrase too. I mean, I'm not an assassin. Then they go home. And she tells him the story, and I'm going to completely chop this pronunciation up. I tried to write it down phonetically. Yeah, so did I. Kayukeyawatsu? Kayukeyatsu. That's better than I did. I apologize profusely. Listen. My tongue barely does English. She said it six times, and I still couldn't. But it is the story of how the moon used to have a lover. Yeah, I do like this story. Great story. Um, and the lover would follow the moon through the sky every night. 
and they were together forever until the demon got jealous and told the moon's lover that the moon really wanted some very special flowers on earth and tricked the lover to leave the spirit realm and come get the flowers, not knowing that once they left the spirit realm, they couldn't go back. And so every night, the moon or the the lover would, this Q word that I can't pronounce, would look up at the heavens and howl longingly at the moon. And these Q words translate into the Wolverine. Well, just Wolverine, but sure. And that's how... I'm, I'm just imagining a, a coyote and a wolverine being lovers. Or, no, coyote, no. Wolverines the moon don't. and the wolverine were lovers. Yes, uh, but is the moon Keatsu? No, Keatsu is the wolverine. Okay, so the moon is doing it with the wolverine who comes to Earth and then turns into a fucking coyote. Why the coyote? Because coyotes and wolves are the only ones that howl at the moon. Wolverines don't howl at the moon. What's wrong with you? You're breaking my brain. You are inserting facts where they don't need to be. Because <laughs> it's supposed to be a story about why coyotes and wolves howl at the moon. It's supposed to be like a legend, like a, a myth about why they howl at the moon. Okay, so what I'm going to probably have to do... <laughs> they done made some shit up. ...is say that those two words that I can't pronounce don't actually translate to Wolverine. Uh, I'm going to find out here in a second. Or Wolverines... <laughs> don't howl at the goddamn moon. Okay, but see, here's the problem. Uh-huh. Is Wolverines aren't actually related to wolves. No. Nope. That's what most people who hear the word Wolverine don't know. How could they not know that? Because they're like the word wolf is in Wolverine. Oh well, it, if it helps you any, the uh, close captioning that we were basing our uh, pronunciation of that uh, is not. They did not spell it correctly. I mean, it comes up as Wolverine. Okay. Do Wolverines howl at the moon? No. Are wolverines related to wolves? They are part of the weasel family. Wolverines are weasels. Well, what I'm reading is white people are idiots. Yes. The name wolverine comes from an old English diminutive of the word wolf. However, the French name for wolverine, I'm not trying to pronounce that, was borrowed from Algonquin Indians. Oh, God. I have less than zero... Uh, experience with Native American language, except for a couple of words my sister taught me, so I am not going to try to pronounce any of this. But as per usual, white people would ask a Native, what is that? And the Native would say the name of the river, or just that's the river. And then the idiot white person, not knowing, would just say, oh, that's the word. Yeah. How many times have we encountered that? Yeah, so... So many. In several layers of not understanding, Wolverine yeah. is named after a thing that is not a wolf, but howls at the moon. We have gone way too far down this rabbit hole. Well, because it's one of the damn things that this is a made this is a made up legend. I think. I think they just completely and th- is that more offensive? They made up. Uh, a, 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 an indigenous legend 
You know what? Let the listeners tell us if it's more offensive. I, uh... I don't know. So is that even a real word from a real First Nation language? Um, yeah. Or has the internet now been changed forever to now, confirmation bias? Um, now I'm looking at a, a uh, the Wolverine is known as a trickster spirit. He's the Loki of... Okay, but it was the trickster spirit demon thing that made the Wolverine come into okay. the... Trickster wanted the moon for himself, so he told K. So this is spelled completely different. K. Kachu that the moon has asked for flowers. Um, yeah, see, this is a, supposed to be a legend about wolves. I don't understand. It, it's very easy to understand. People don't know that wolves and wolverines are not related. As long as you can keep that in your head, all of this makes sense. That Wolverine's namesake is related to a weasel, okay. not no. a wolf. Uh, he told him to come to our world and pick her some wild roses, uh, but Kuatsu, taking the shape of a dog, didn't know that once you leave the spirit world, you can never go back. Every night, he looks up at the sky and sees the moon and howls her name, but he can never touch her again. <sighs> it's from the Innu Nation? Uh, it is I, a beautiful myth. Yeah, it's a nice story. Which has been... Stolen. Stolen and modified. I don't like it. To justify Wolverine's code name, even though Wolverines and wolves aren't even remotely related. But why Why are you... I mean, but it's... it's I, I don't fucking know. There is something seriously lost in translation here. Yes. And they didn't even need to have that whole thing because she could have just called him Wolverine because he's got big claws. Because you've seen Wolverine before. They're, they've got big claws and they're a little scary. American Wolverines are way scary. If you look at English Wolverines, they're all cute and look nice and like they're going to have a cup of tea with you. And American ones look like they're going to eat your fucking face. It makes sense that he's his name is the Wolverine because they are vicious. So... Short story, or long story even longer. Sure. We get a bastardized, Americanized version of a very beautiful First Nation myth. You're going to cut out all, all that out, aren't you? I'm going to cut a fair amount of that out. You suck. What did I look it up for? No, no, no. We'll, we'll use some of it. <laughs> Which was a very touching moment in the movie. Which wasn't even necessary for him to pick that name. It really wasn't. Yeah. Oh. Yes. I missed... Just say it. Uh, on the way home, before that evening, uh, Wolverine and Silver Fox meet up with some dudes who are being assholes and blocking the bridge. And Wolverine gets out and is about to start some shit, and she comes up and lays hands on Wolverine and the asshole, and she's like, hey, bro, can't you just get out of our way? And then all of a sudden, both of them are real calm, and he gets out of the way. You know... Honestly, I kind of just assumed, I didn't realize it until you said it, kind of just assumed that pretty girl who is calm... Diffused the situation. Diffused the situation. It didn't look mystical to me at all. I mean, I know I I am not really known as a calm and peaceful uh, presence, but I have, uh, once upon a time diffused a situation in just such a way, you know, bat your eyes and sweet talk and whatever and everything calms down. It did not occur to me that she was 
what do you call it? It's not magic. She's she was using her mutant powers. Her mutant powers. Boy, she used magic. Yeah. So probably the next day, Sabretooth catches her on the rope, and it's got to be close enough to where Wolverine's working that he kind of hears something. Yeah. But also, Sabretooth had left him a calling card at the tree he just happened to be cut. Well. It was a wolverine's head. It was a fox's head. No. Because her name is Silver Fox. Uh, that's what you assumed. Hold on. And some scratches in a tree. I'm pretty sure that was a wolverine, though. Not like I haven't been wrong before, but it didn't make a whole lot of sense to me because he hadn't picked that name. Which is why it would make more sense if it were a fox's head. All right, so Stacy and I had paused and had a long conversation about the head that Sabretooth leaves Wolverine to tell him that he's in the area and killing Silver Fox. We cannot agree on whether or not this head looks like a Wolverine, which wouldn't make any sense because Logan hasn't taken that name yet, or a Silver Fox, which still wouldn't make much sense because how the hell would Wolverine know where the ambush was? Yeah. Either way, this is a shitty calling card, because even if it was a perfect silver fox, and it had carved into the forehead, I'm catching her at mile 13 on route one. Yeah. How would Sabretooth know which tree to leave that head next to, based on where Wolverine is cutting wood Mm -hmm. at the time the ambush is happening? Well, if it helps anyone, if you don't want to look at the dead animal head, um, it very much has the shape of a wolverine, the ears and everything, because the silver fox's ears are really long and straight. It, it's, I would put money on the fact that it's a wolverine. It has the coloring of a silver fox, though. Yeah, but, um, okay, let me show Also, you. when you Google images of Silver Fox, you get lots of dudes. And yeah, so this. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> We've spent enough time yeah. on one half second blip on the screen. Well, because it's fairly important because he saw that and how did he know what it meant? You know what I mean? Because he and Sabretooth have 140 years of history together. And he knows Sabretooth's calling cards. No. And his hear, uh, super hearing heard over the all of the logging, heard some stuff happening off in the woods, and that's where he knew where to run to. Because plot, and we're moving on. I don't like it. Because plot, and we're moving on. <sighs> Fine. Okay. It was a Wolverine. So anyway. <laughs> Here you go. Look. There it is. There it is. Mm. Boom. Tell me that wasn't a Wolverine. I, I don't agree with you, but we're moving on. Audience, please send emails. Maybe Stacy can start a poll on... No, I don't need to. <laughs> Either way, Logan does not catch up to the scene of the ambush in time. And by the time he gets there, Silver Fox is laying on the ground, apparently dead. Wolverine would know the difference between a live body and a dead body because of his super senses. Oh, Woody, the super senses uh, couldn't sense her still beating heart. 
Um, so he catches up to Sabretooth in a bar. <clears throat> I This I was don't. cute. Sabretooth asks the bartender if he's got insurance. And the bartender's like, no. And Sabretooth's like, ain't that a pity? Um, um, Even with his berserker rage, Wolverine isn't quite a match for Sabretooth without the adamantium. Yeah. Well, why is that, though? Well, Sabretooth is a little bit bigger and stronger. And honestly, he's more vicious well, that I believe. Uh, yeah, so they have a pretty pretty decent fight. It wasn't... Uh, this was one of the calmer fights. At least Wolverine doesn't take him out yeah. ridiculously easily. I always appreciate it when, when our hero has to work for it. Yeah. Um, well, Wolverine doesn't take him out at all. Sabretooth takes out well, Wolverine. Yeah. Going so far as to... Breaking his claws. Oh, didn't that look like it hurt? Yeah. Except it, it, it wouldn't hurt. Why wouldn't it? He hurts just like everybody else. He just He heals. does, but you don't have nerves in your bones. You've broken a bone before. You know it hurts. Yeah, well, it hurts around the, where the muscle and the tissue hurt. The no. trauma of the bone breaking hurts, but the bone itself doesn't hurt. The bone doesn't have nerves. Tell that to my fucking knee. It hurts. Mm. Remember the doctor said all my tendons and everything were all fine, but my knee hurts like a son of a bitch. I wonder if it would hurt. It would. Okay. Doesn't matter. There are like blood vessels and all, tendons and stuff go into the bone. You know what? You are, this week, you are earning cred as a true uber nerd because we are arguing over minutia that does not matter. Well, that's fair. I mean, it doesn't really matter. The the dead animal matters. It does matter. It matters to you. Because it's no, it's important to the logic of the plot and and to the the next scene. It's important. Cuz I was wondering, oh there's a dead wolverine um in the woods there and he sees it and he sees a claw on the tree. Why wouldn't he immediately think bear? First of all. Second of all, why the fuck would a dead wolverine make him yell Kayla and start running through the woods? It didn't make any sense to me while I was watching the movie. So that's why it's so important, because it just doesn't make any fucking sense. I promise now I will definitely move on and you can keep talking. So Sabretooth beats his ass, breaks his claws, and leaves him for dead, apparently. Well, the, that's just dumb. By the time, well, or just leaves him with his ass beat. Yeah. Honestly, Sabretooth's motivations are to set it up so that Wolverine does what the Major wants, or the yeah. Colonel wants, whatever his rank is now. <laughs> uh, oh, it changes knows. like three times throughout the movie, and it's different from what it was in the first movies, because this is a prequel. Who cares? <laughs> Anyhow... Uh, Sabretooth's motivations are unimportant because they're fake motivations. <laughs> uh, by the time Wolverine wakes up in the hospital, uh, all, of, all of his wounds have healed up. The doctors are confused. Stryker's there, and Wolverine tosses him around a little bit, but he gets in enough words to indicate to Wolverine that if he does what he's told, he will be given the tools to kill Sabretooth in revenge. Yeah. I Don't you feel like he should have sensed deception here? 
Well. Or is he just so upset that his girlfriend's dead? Maybe both. That he's not thinking. Right. Number one, he is very upset. His girlfriend's dead. He's he's in a rage. Number two, I get the feeling that Stryker lies so much that he can probably beat a lie detector. And even if he can't, Wolverine's <laughs> just like, okay, you're lying again. It's Tuesday. Yeah. So they they go to Alkali Lake, I guess. It does not look like the same Alkali Lake from the X-Men movies. Yeah, no. It's definitely in America, though, because this major slash colonel is definitely an American soldier. And at one yeah. point, he tells Wolverine, or he tells Logan that his country needs him, and Logan says, I'm Canadian. So... Yeah, fair enough. Alkali Lake. Let's just... Even though they didn't go to the same lake for filming. You're just making shit up today. I don't know what your problem is. What do you mean I'm making shit up? They didn't go to Alkali Lake. That wasn't Alkali Lake. It has to be Alkali Lake because in the later movie, which was filmed earlier, that's where (laughs) the Weapon X program was done. Sure, but this movie doesn't give a fuck about continuity at all. It has to give a fuck about continuity. No, it doesn't because it's already proven to be. In the universe. Oh, I'm tired. It's not in the MCU. It is in the X-Men universe. Sure. Except none of these movies are consistent with each other. Ryan Reynolds. Origin stories. Uh, why is Ryan Reynolds got his mouth welded shut with skin? He can't eat anything. Because the merc with a me- mouth can't keep his fucking mouth shut. Yeah, but now he can't eat. He doesn't need to eat. Was he thrive on the blood of his they enemies? They gave him Wolverine's healing factor. You can't heal starving to death. Sure you can. No, you can't. Yeah, one time they locked Wolverine in a box and fucking... Oh, my God. This is why, right here. This is why. Actually, I think he, like, ate his own leg and it grew back. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Stop. No. Healing factor is not regeneration factor. Yes. No. If it's, is it healing factor or is it regeneration? Because those are two completely different things. God damn it. His healing factor is so strong that it works like regeneration. Then call it regeneration. Because that is not just healing. You are, you have put me in a position to be angry about stupid details in a stupid X-Men movie that nobody cares about. Oh my God, I'm getting so angry. Why? Dude, this is, I have, I have witnessed arguments like these from the outside and they looked ridiculous so i know how ridiculous i sound right now one of us no one of us. no <laughs> no listen i've always been able to have these arguments with you because i just like to argue but but i am actually getting heated now that there's a difference between healing and regeneration and if you are regrow because you know deadpool yes he didn't have healing factor. He regenerates. He's got Wolverine's healing factor. No, he has he he has Wolverine's regeneration factor. Period. End of sentence. You are not allowed to argue anymore. It's regeneration. So stop saying healing. Or or I'm going to beat you with my X Men workbook. <laughs> so there they are at Alkali Lake. No, <laughs> I didn't see any signs, and it's not the same lake. But anyway. Getting ready for the bonding process. They've drawn lines on Wolverine to show where some of his bones kind of are. They have... I 
for the rest of my life, I am never going to get over the fact that they really thought that they were going to get away with having water and mica powder substitute for molten metal. Did you see it? It was worse than it was the first time we saw it. Yeah, at least the first time we saw it, it kind of looked metalish. Yeah. But um, there's a lady on TikTok that makes Harry Potter potions, and she uses mica powder. And I don't know what kind of fluid, but it's kind of, it's a little viscous. So when you shake it up, it swirls like that. It's all pretty. That's what that was. Yeah. So. Why? Why? But there are so many things wrong with this. It just, my I can feel the blood vessels in my brain pop. They inject the, the metal into his bones. Like a The adamantium. Mm-hmm. Uh, at a super hot thing. So we see on the screens that his body's heating up. We watch his heart rate go past What do you think the melting point of adamantium is? I, adamantium is indestructible, so yeah, really ex- high. Exactly. You can't use the words indestructible in the same sentence where you're talking about melting it. Yeah. I mean, obviously melting it doesn't destroy it, but it changes its composition enough that... So if I burn Wolverine hot enough... His bones will fucking melt. Now there is, and then he will regenerate bone. There is an alternate universe where Cyclops uh, blasts Wolverine's hand so much that it actually melted the adamantium, and he's got a. It melted it over top of the skin so that arm couldn't heal back, and so he's Ow. got like a adamantium cap on the end of his arm. Ooh, a gauntlet, even? No, it's just like a like a stump. Oh, that's not cool. No, it's not cool. It looked like it. Oh, but you know what? No, now it's a mace. It's like when the like it's like if the wax melts over top of your candlestick. Yeah, that's what happened to the metal on his arm. Really cool. Yeah, Age of Apocalypse Wolverine actually. Goody, I'll totally read that tomorrow. Um, But so we have indestructible metal that's meltable. Technically. All metal, if that's the definition, all metal is indestructible. Listen. Because you can, you can melt metal, right? Yeah. Uh, but it does never get destroyed. You know, sometimes they call it nearly indestructible. Maybe that will make you feel better. Mm. Other times they call it the most indestructible. Sure. I mean, they say whatever they want to cover their asses. But I could smelt Wolverine. Yes, you could smelt Wolverine. Which is different from smelling him, which I could also do if I was a weirdo. But if you tried to smelt Wolverine, it would only work if he didn't smelt you coming. (laughs) I hate that that was funny. (laughs) Oh, my God. So Wolverine's heart rate gets up to 320. Oh, it did it? He, yeah, before he flatlines. <laughs> well, we all know that's bullshit. So that's... that's I, already, I already Googled that. <laughs> that's 120 beats per minute more than it would take for him to hulkify if he had any uh, gamma radiation. Yeah, listen. And uh, Stryker is like, okay, the bonding process works. Uh, yep. Does it, though? He's not alive to well, get again. Well, his heartbeat starts up again. And Stryker... He, but he, he says that before his heart starts beating no, again. No, do, he doesn't. I swear it did because I was like, dumbass, he's dead. I, you gotta... 
You gotta let him come back to the life heart, first. The heartbeat starts back up. Sure. And Stryker is like, okay, the bonding process works. So erases memory. Except <laughs> Why? This is a thing that can be done in the comic. People's yeah. memory get erased like it's sure. Well, I mean, you've seen that in all kinds of science fiction things. But here's why are men so stupid? Can you answer that question, Jeremiah? Well, if I weren't so stupid, I might be able to. Okay, fair enough. Um, why wouldn't you say, okay, Wolverine, we're going to give you, we're going to do the process that you agreed to, right? Before you fill him full of metal that is going to make him stronger than any human in the entire world, why wouldn't you erase his memories first? He does, He's not a fucking scientist. He don't know what you're doing. Zap his brain and kill his memories first. Yeah. And then fill him full of molten hot metal to melt his bones that will still produce the um, bone marrow that he needs to produce to, to make more blood. Sure. This makes me angry. The whole thing. Erase memory first, then do the adamantium, and then boom, no problem. Well, you know who else is angry? Dude bros. No. Logan. He's angry. Is he angry? He hears them talking about wiping his memory. Since when does he have super hearing? He's always had super senses. This is completely new information. No, he talks about smelling people all the time. Yeah, I smell people all the time. I'm not, I don't have super sniffers. Yeah, he does. He's got a super sniffer. Listen, just because you tell me, uh, I can smell that person does not mean... Uh, well, he's got super senses. You know <laughs> I what? Don't, I don't... In the Marvel Universe, mm-hmm. in the many Marvel Universes, Wolverines aren't related to weasels. They are related to wolves, and this all makes sense. No. I. You know what? I'm so annoyed. <laughs> I'm so annoyed. So We're talking ourselves into circles here. <clears throat> Wolverine hears that they're going to wipe his memory. And berserks out and escapes. Like, literally the only guy in comic bookdom who wants to keep his tragic memories of his dead girlfriend. Yeah. Like, every other time they're like, oh, let me drink until I can't remember anything anymore. I'm a sad sack and I've got a tragic past. No, he's like, let me keep my drama. I I just find it interesting. Now, this is slightly different from the comics, but not so much so that I'm going to, like, lose my mind over it. Yeah, we'll move on. We'll move on to him getting away. And then a nice old couple are driving up their driveway. Don't you... You took a shot first. Naked baby. Naked Wolverine jumps out of the water and escapes. Split seconds. And a, a nice old couple are driving up their driveway and, uh, and absolutely, you and I at the same time were like, that's Clark Kent's parents. Yeah. They looked exactly, I mean, they were even in a truck. They looked very Clark Kent's parents And the wife says, I think there's a naked man in our barn. <laughs> well, it was all the funnier because they literally watched a naked man run across the road and into the <laughs> barn. Um, so, yeah. But, oh, God, this is so funny. But this is the nicest old couple in the history of the world. He goes in with a gun. Yeah. Well, because you got to be safe. you got to be safe. But he ends up being like, why don't you come up to the house and get some food? 
and I got some clothes that'll probably fit you. But wrap this blanket around you because we don't need to give the old lady a heart attack. The only difference between this nice old couple and us in this situation is I would absolutely be in the fucking barn. <laughs> if I'm going to feed the dude and give him my dead kid's clothes, I'm going to get an eyeful. <laughs> We don't know that the kid was dead. We yes, just we, oh, baby. They've got a bunch of... Were, were you not getting the vibes? Oh, I didn't... Well. No, they had... All of his clothes were still there. Come on, what guy would leave that jacket behind? Fair enough. Look at the stuff our kids have left behind. Like, all the crap they don't care about. That jacket was cool as hell. I was getting, I was getting very, um, like when, when the, the lady came into the barn and saw him wearing the jacket, she had a very wistful look on her face. That kid was definitely dead. So we get, I mean, I don't know why that matters to the story, just, but you know why? Because they were, they were taking their love for their son and giving it to a perfect stranger. And that kind of made it even more sweet. Yeah. And, and Logan appreciated it. Right. Yeah. Oh, so much so that that is the jacket. That is his jacket that he always wears. Yeah. Which is immediately recognizable. He uh, he appreciated and reciprocated the... Yeah. There was a bond there. Well, and he's so old that he's from a generation that doesn't even have a name. Um, when you, you didn't... You don't throw away things. Can you imagine? Like... 1800s, you, you wear your clothes until they're not wearable anymore, and then your clothes are now the wash rags you use to wash your dishes with. You yeah. know, like, that's a whole other level beyond what I thought my dad's crazy of saving things was. Yeah. And you wouldn't. That's a good jacket. He, he'll he wear that for the next 200 years. Um, not relevant, I know. Yeah, I just, no, no, no. This is, that's the kind of, that's a, it's a, it's one of those things that's character developing instantly. Yeah. Because then they don't say it in the movie, but you've already watched the first movie and seen that jacket, and this is years, what, 30 some odd years later? He's still wearing the jacket? Not quite, because we this end was up the seeing, 70s. We end up seeing young Cyclops, and he's not that old of an adult in the movies, so. No, the, you can't look at Cyclops. We're looking at Wolverine. Fair enough. Wolverine in this movie, uh, and Wolverine, X Men, uh, what you year what? was that? Okay, so. Let's say they were in Nam. Yeah. And then six years later, so at most uh, mid to late 80s. Eight, like, no, like early 80s. I think Vietnam ended in 75? Yeah, plus the plus the time as, as a mercenary, plus the time hiding Jeez, out. They mid said to late it, 80s. I swear the Chiron said it was the 70s. Well... This movie is not even internally consistent, so I don't care. Okay, fine. Anyway, it's like thirty years later, either way, and he's still wearing the jacket. So you 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 instantly tell yourself this whole story of he's got this jacket that this old couple gave him, and he literally knows them for like one afternoon. Yeah, twenty four hours max. Yeah. So it tells you something about his personality, especially. Considering his memory ends up getting wiped and he doesn't even remember this old couple. Oh, fair enough. So so it's not telling us that he's, like, honoring or respecting their memory, just that he's not the kind of guy that throws away something that's, that's useful still. Yeah. Which, you know, uh, that gives me a personality type. Uh, yeah. You know, my dad was like that, and I, you know... I'm a lot like that. But they're having a moment talking about the old man's motorcycle. Did you not just totally fall in love with the two of them? Oh, yeah. They were great. And then 
she gets shot through the window. I was not... I know I've seen this movie before, but I was not expecting that to happen. And then he gets shot, and then Zero comes over the radio talking about Wolverine's gone... Logan's gone crazy and killed the old couple. Two civilians down. So they call in a a fucking strike on the barn to blow it up. And Wolverine barely escapes on the old guy's motorcycle. Uh, And then we have... A very unrealistic fight scene between <laughs> Wolverine, a couple of Humvees, and a helicopter. Where at one point he's like flying through the air and cutting the helicopter blades with his new metal claws. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, the adamantium is super strong and he never has to sharpen his claws that are knives. Because story. What? That is not a thing that you think about. <laughs> sure. Just perpetually sharp. What I do want you to think stabby about stabs. is the fact that they have a uh, they have a set of adamantium bullets for a six shot revolver mm-hmm. that are made especially to bring Wolverine down. That's the last of the adamantium. What is with the shape of those bullets? Well, you know what? When you make adamantium bullets, they come out however they come out. No. (laughs) You got to assume that these bullets, in order to pierce the adamantium skull, have to be especially pointy. That's stupid. Absolutely it is. Have you ever seen an armor-piercing bullet? This is different. (laughs) It's really not, though. Same concept. It, they looked stupid. You know what else is different and looks stupid? Scott Summers in fucking uh, Spanish class. I thought you were going to pop a gasket. I swear to God. <laughs> Wait, we just saw him in the other Wolverine or the other X-Men movie. What's that was not James Marsder's. Or Marsden. Or Marsden. Marsden's the one that always disappoints me. It's James Marsters that we like. That's a whole other podcast. <laughs> I do not understand why they had him in the first movie and then him, the same age or younger, at the wrong time in this new movie. Because they wanted to be able to use his optic blast. Why didn't they make him a kid or something? Like a younger kid or something? He I was in Spanish class. He's in school. Yeah, but he was in school in the fucking X-Men movie. He was a grown-up. He was one of the teachers in the X-Men movie. Are you buying any of this? No. I'm not buying any of this. This is stupid. Mm-hmm. Why didn't they just... Why, don't, why is it so hard to just make a timeline and go from there? This, this is unacceptable changing of story. Yeah, absolutely. They could have made this Scott Summers's origin story also and have have uh, 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 Professor X at the end be like, hey, by the way, who was that kid that was lasering everybody? Let's grab him up. But see, no, because they've met in this movie and they hadn't met in the first movie. Well, it wouldn't have mattered. Be- again, memory wipe. And they didn't meet in this movie. They didn't actually meet. They were in the same place, but they didn't actually meet. You're, but did Wolverine not see laser eyes happen? Yeah, but 
then, which means then that, he got shot in the which head with means Scott bullets. Summers saw Wolverine action happen. No, the laser eyes that Wolverine saw were coming out of somebody else. Oh, for fuck's sake. Okay. Whatever. Here's the thing. If Whatever. this movie had done well, which it was not received well, mm-hmm. if this movie had done well, they would have done other X-Men Origins movies. They would have done, like, X-Men Origins Storm. Well, they wouldn't have been X-Men able... X-Men Origins... It wouldn't have been able to. Because every time they made an origin movie, they fucked up the timeline to suit their own purposes. This is another reason why the MCU became the MCU. Because neither Fox nor Sony did a very good job of keeping continuity. I, I don't understand why. Why is it so hard? Stephen King does it over the course of a gajillion books. The comic books do it with different writers over the course of decades. Well, then, so that just uh, knowing how fanatic the fan base is, they have no fucking excuse for trying to get away with that with that much money. They have that much money on the line. It's just insane. So Wolverine goes to visit Will. I am. I enjoy his character. Yeah. Who quit shortly after uh, Logan left. Because they were hunting mutants and he couldn't stand doing that to his own people. Yeah. Um, we find out Fred Dukes has put on some weight. <clears throat> like an exorbitant amount of weight, the way he's talking. And uh, we get a scene with Wolverine and him uh, having a boxing match. No, no. this is where this movie... Uh, I was done. Okay. So... The Blob mm-hmm. is a legitimate comic book character. Sure, yes. That's not my problem. You can have a fat character. Please, have fat characters. That's fine. That's not the problem. And you know it. The problem is all the fat jokes. Uh, well, fair. Uh, and and the problem is, yeah, no, I know what he looks like. Okay. Um, I've seen a fat man before. The, the problem is that while he was moving... They had taken a bowl of jelly or jello and wobbled it next to the microphone um, so that he made a big fat guy sound while he moved. Now, if he was made out of, like, if he was rubbery or, like, his fatness was part of his superpower, which we know it's not because he wasn't fat at the beginning of the movie. Well, in the movie, it's not. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm working off here, babe. Fair. Um, then, uh, you know... That might be forgivable, but come on. His first appearance in X-Men number three. He's not not even that fat. Not quite so fat as he ends up becoming. He's built exactly like modern day Hulk is right now. Um, His superpower is the fact that he cannot be moved from the ground he is standing on. Me neither, but I'm not that big. (laughs) Like, it is impossible when he sets his feet down. Sure. It is impossible to move him. Okay. But that picture you just showed me looked like a, a white Hulk. Yeah. And uh, this, he looked like, uh, he what be- is it? Um, those movies we never watched, but have to know some of it because of pop culture. Fat Bastard. Um, uh, the Spy Who Shagged Me. Oh, yeah. What are those movies called? Uh, Austin Powers. Yes. Making jello jiggly sounds and being sweaty and nasty looking. As, and just no. As time goes on, they draw him more and more grotesque. Yeah, well, but in the movie, they made multiple fat jokes. One right after the other. Yeah. 
Well, and Wolverine calls him Bub, and he thinks he gets called Blob, Blob. and then this is where the name comes from. He's a, That's no, bullshit. Nobody, no self-respecting person would allow themselves to be called the Blob. He was a carny. Uh, he... Why didn't they call him Colossus? Because Colossus is somebody else. Actually, several people have used the name Colossus over the years. See? But, exactly. Or, um, or he could be the wall. Or he could be the he, statue. Or any number of other things. But they call him the Blob. He is a consistent villain. He's one of the few X-Men villains. Villain? Oh, yeah. He's, one he's of not the, a villain in the movie. He's one of the few X-Men villains that uh, don't have any redeeming arcs. Of course ever. not. Because he's fat. Um, be- because... They decided the fat guys can never be good people. He was a, he was a consistent villain. He was part of the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants for a while. Um, when Scarlet Witch turned off all mutations, uh, and he lost his all of that weight and lost his ability to stand still, uh, <laughs> he had a serious uh, crisis of identity. They could call him the Planter. <gasps> Ooh, the Oak Tree. I don't know anything yeah. else. It's it's not it, the it's it was, not the it's not the character. It is the way they treated him, and and the it's all of that all of that fat shaminess. It pissed me off. And like Gambit later, he was inserted just so they could use the character, and not because that character contributed anything to the story. Yeah, and that was only so they could make the jokes. Yeah, he didn't end up helping them with any of their fight later. No, what what he did is that he eventually tells them that the only person to ever escape from the island that Wolverine wants to get to is a prisoner named Gambit. A three mile island. Yeah. Is what he said? No, uh, yes. That's where it ends up being. Yeah. They don't tell him it's Three Mile Island. Gambit's the one that tells him that. Yeah, but... The island where they're doing the Weapon X stuff. While Wolverine is boxing with the Blob, we find out why Sabretooth went after Cyclops. Apparently, uh, Stryker is building a, a pool of mutants to take their powers from. They can create one massive Weapon 11. That's funny. Who he'll have more control over. You know, they always say, can we? But they never say, should we? Well, he believes he should, because the only way he's going to win the war against mutants is by a preemptive attack. I mean, at this point, are we even having a war with mutants? No, this, at this point... Mutants are still fairly new to the world. As an emerging threat, he's evaluating that as something that he should squash early rather than wait until it's strong enough to fight. So does he have some kind of mind control over Ryan Reynolds? Yeah, there's some kind of chip or something. I Who, okay. who the fuck knows? Fancy... Because that's the only way it makes sense that they would give one person all that power. Because without being able to control him, you're potentially coming up with the most powerful creature on the planet. And that's dumb. Yeah, and... and it's so dumb. Those methods of control never break or wear off. Or, right? Yeah. Or or can't be removed with a giant magnet or yeah. whatever. Yeah. So, Wolverine and uh, Will I Am, uh, they go to New Orleans to find Gambit. 
this is the only thing about Gambit in this movie that makes, well, practically the only thing about Gambit in this movie that is consistent with any history of Gambit ever. Uh, is I the don't. The fact that he's in New Orleans. I don't enjoy this character at all whatsoever. It's because this is the worst possible way to do Gambit ever. Well, I don't know anything about Gambit except he has some love interest that's also in the X Men. Uh, but he's flinging playing cards around like they're magic. Okay. What is Gambit's power set? Um, He's a Spider Man and a Hawkeye. <laughs> yeah, because they've got him running up walls and uh-huh. teleporting and all kinds of In dress shoes. Yeah. Okay. Gambit has one power. Mm hmm. He is able to kinetically charge objects that he can touch. Kinetically charge them. He puts extra energy into them, mm-hmm. and then they explode. So cards that don't, playing cards, don't have energy. Yeah, so he puts energy into them, and then throws them in their bombs. How do you put energy into paper? That's his That's his mutant power. He no, 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 I don't understand. He puts energy into them. That doesn't make any sense. That's his power. He puts energy into paper, yes. and then paper explodes yes. with... Just energy. But he can do that with anything. He can charge any object he can touch, he can charge. But he can put power into paper. Yes. And turn paper into a bomb. Yes. Just an energy bomb. Yes. Not. No. So that, this. Okay, first of all, that's a dumb power that doesn't make any sense. And second of all, that doesn't make him. Be able to walk sideways on a wall in dress shoes. He's also a member of the Thieves Guild in New Orleans, and I'm intentionally not pronouncing the H because they never put it in the comic books. He is a highly trained thief. Oh, you mean thieves. Yes. He is a highly, highly trained thief. Do they not? They don't put a hard T in. That's not. What? They don't pronounce it in the comic book anytime because it is a bad in, uh, imitation of the New Orleans accent. Uh, yeah, I don't remember anybody. Uh, the Thieves Guild, whose rivals are the Assassins Guild. That's okay. the whole thing. Sure. Um, so that's that's what Gambit can do. What they make him do in this movie is fucking ridiculous. Well, he was just flinging playing cards like they were throwing stars. He was levitating them. Yeah, I couldn't, based on this movie, I couldn't tell you what he was except dumb, and I didn't care. No, this is the worst version of Remy LeBeau that has ever been ever. (sighs) This is is Rogue's boyfriend. Yeah, I knew knew he was dating somebody. Whatever. Uh, Yeah, bad, bad, bad. Gambit Gambit is a good character, but he's not this. (laughs) Well, I mean, they took... They took one element of his personality and made it his whole personality. Because he looks like a bum who gets drunk and plays cards in New Orleans all the time. Like, New Orleans has a reputation of being a party town, so it it just immediately puts you in the mind of, you know, he's a bum. But it makes sense if you say he's part of a thieves league or whatever. That's what they're going for here. Yeah. You know, sure. It, but it was his powers that were bothering me. They didn't... I don't know. It's just dumb. It was just dumb. Yeah. Stryker has some mutants on ice. Mm-hmm. Did you recognize any of them? I didn't. Really? 
were they were somebody though. Yeah, I'm sure they were. There there were definitely like Easter egg people. I just didn't know any of them. I, yeah, and honestly, at this point in this movie, I don't care enough. To like stop and look and that's find how, the Easter egg. See, that's how I know you didn't like the movie at all. Is if there actually was a point where you stopped wanting to point out the terrible. Yeah, the general calls out Stryker on his son being a mutant. Um, Which I got confused with that angel guy. Yes, you. What's got the deal confused. with all these soldiers having children that are mutants and then trying to it fix them? It's the same fucking storyline. Well, uh, first off, it is um, that is a interesting motivation thing, right? Yeah, like, but you do that once, please. They did do this once, kind of. The same general mm-hmm. from X Men Two mm-hmm. that was trying to create the cure for mutants mm-hmm. is this guy right here. So I was right. It is the same guy. It's and not, his son is the angel dude. No, his son is not the angel dude. His son is the dude that was able to... Remember how they made... Uh, he was in people's heads and making them see things that weren't there. He made Xavier see the little girl. Oh, he was, oh. Yes. Well, then who's that angel? Who was also that's, the son of an authority figure who was trying to fix him. Well, the angel is Warren Worthington, mm-hmm. who is the guy who bankrolled slash actually scienced the cure. Okay, so there are three. There are plenty of people trying to find a cure for me. No, no, no. Yeah. Three, like, authority figures that are soldiers trying to fix their sons who are mutants. Yeah, sure. Well, it's confusing. It can get a little confusing, yes. We see a general calling out Stryker for his son being a mutant. Mm-hmm. Like, at this point, who cares? If, like, your whole point is to fix it. And uh, the gen- and Stryker gets mad and kills the general. And then this is where we find out that all of these mutants and powers that Stryker has been gathering is for the pool of mutant killers, which is going to be Weapon 11, the Deadpool. Yeah, they should just call him L. 11? Oh. Stranger Things? Fair enough. Well, they're using Roman numerals, which would be XI, and L is a Roman numeral that's not 11, and it confused me for a second. I'm just convinced there are no new ideas, and we should probably just get over it now. Yeah, so after uh, after a little bit of fight between uh, Wolverine and Gambit, Will I Am gets killed. Bottom line, because this fight was stupid, bottom <laughs> line is that Wolverine convinces Gambit to take him to Three Mile Island to uh, fight Stryker. Um, so Wolverine goes there. When Wolverine finally catches up to Stryker and Sabretooth in the gang, we get the the big plot twist reveal of the entire movie. Which, honestly, I wasn't even trying to figure out. Silver Fox wasn't really dead. Yeah. She was only pretending to be dead because Wolverine needed motivation. Oh, no. Honestly, my first thought was, is that Mystique? Yeah, fair. So this this scene provides a lot of motivation for the characters. It, it reveals a lot of motivation for the characters. Uh, Silver Fox has been keeping an eye on Wolverine for Stryker this entire time. Which I find gross. Yeah, she ends up telling him later that she really loved him the whole time, but whatever. She's been keeping an eye on him for Stryker because Stryker has her sister. 
and he said that if she did, she would he would free her sister. Her sister, whose name is Twilight, because this is the skin of a killer. She has diamond sparkle skin. <laughs> uh, I mean, honestly, if she had really fallen in love with Wolverine and she said, hey, uh, Logan... If you can, you go like save my sister. He would have fucking killed that. Yeah, see, that's why I don't believe her. She Uh, can say whatever she wants, but if I was in that situation and I actually fell in love with the dude, I'd be like, "Hey, I now know what kind of man you are. Here's what's going down." You know what I mean? Yeah. Sabretooth's been doing all of this because he was promised some adamantium of his own, which was an out and out lie, and he should have known it. Yeah. Uh, Wolverine does say to Silver Fox, like, hey, I, I thought I was the, I was the Wolverine and you were my moon, but it turns out you were the trickster and you were playing me all along. Mm-hmm. And then he just walks away. Nah, you could tell he was, I mean, there was a lot of emotion on his face. He was um, pretty fucking upset. But when, when Sabretooth finds out he's not getting his adamantium and, like, starts attacking, uh, Silver Fox... She screams and Wolverine comes back in. Uh, and he fucks Sabretooth up uh, and almost kills him, but doesn't because she tells him not to. I swear to God, if they don't stop having women or vulnerable children running up behind the hero and saying, No, don't kill him. That's not who you are. I'm going to scream. <laughs> because... Where is the bloodthirsty woman that says he was going to kill me, fuck his ass up? Because that is who I would be in that situation. Then you should have married a villain and not a good guy. Good guys don't kill. No, because I'd be like, hey, Super J, hold his ass. I'm going to kill him. (laughs) It's so stupid. You don't leave the bad guy alive because he'll come back. That's what bad guys do. So, Stryker activates Weapon 11. I.e. Deadpool. Deadpool. The Merc with a Mouth. I don't like any of it. I had no idea that was supposed to be Deadpool. When we watched the Deadpool movie for Mimi, I had no idea that was the guy from the movie. Yeah, the guy from the movie, the the Deadpool that he becomes for the movies is way better than the Deadpool he is here. But it's the exact same character he played in Blade. Much, all, very Three? much like Blade Three. Three, yeah, very much like Hannibal King. Yeah, same character, um, same snarky attitude. Well, I mean, that's it. That's it. the whole thing is yeah. attitude. Meanwhile, Wolverine and, and Gang go down to the cages where the mutants are being held, like dogs. Um, and we see a few of them. A couple of them looked vaguely recognizable, but not any names I could shout out off the top of my head. Um, but he frees them. Uh, and they run off when Deadpool shows up because we get a, a boss fight. And things get a little crazy through here. Uh, number one, first Deadpool pops claws out of his wrists, I guess. They're like sword length single claws. Yeah, because earlier in the movie he had the... The sword, the katana samurai yeah. sword thingy. Um, so, um, so somehow they engineered that. Okay, which doesn't make any Here's whole lot of sense. This no, it doesn't. It doesn't make any fucking sense at all. Now, because how would how did they get Wolverine's DNA? Or maybe it's they they took Wolverine's DNA when they put the adamantium in him. Sure, 
they they gave that healing factor to Wade Wilson. Okay. I will talk about Wade Wilson's origin when we watch the Deadpool movie. I'm not going to beat it to death now because okay. we've already been talking for a while. But you can take Wolverine's DNA mm-hmm. and you can give it to... I'll, I'll accept that you give it to this new weapon you're creating. Sure. Right? His DNA is for three claws that come out of the back of his hand. It is not for a single fucking sword blade. No, but but apparently they have the ability to alter things. If they have the ability to alter and create whatever yeah, fucking I know. they want, they I don't know. need the DNA. I know. I know. It doesn't it's make any sense. You, you either have to it, just accept whatever they hand you. They've also, or you end up being like me and nitpicking every little scientific thing. They've also given him the ability to te- teleport, which he never had. They gave him an adamantium skeleton, which Deadpool does not have. They gave him Cyclops' optic blast, Deadpool never had. Uh, they they Actually, just packed. I don't. What are Deadpool's powers even? Deadpool has regeneration power. The regeneration, the massive healing factor. That's it. That is it. Oh, he's kind of lame then, isn't he? No, he's not lame. He's unkillable. Okay, but they gave him all the powers. He's lame compared to what they just said his origin story was. Yeah, I mean, sure. It drives me fucking nuts. They've This is Ryan Reynolds in roles, basically. Because this, this is essentially a completely different character. It is. It is a different character because the, what they did to him in this movie, plus the fact that they cut his head off <laughs> at the end of the movie... Yeah, that kind of kills the whole thing, doesn't it? Why? Why? Why do they do this? I I don't know. I don't I don't understand. Well, like I said in the in the teaser, I think that they were trying to pack things in that they thought were going to be cool. I I don't know what the fuck they were. Thinking. I really don't. Uh, Cyclops uh, kills some people while they're he's escaping with the mutants. Xavier talking to him psychically, helping him guide away. Actually, it what we did see Xavier at the end of the movie, like a de-aged Patrick Stewart. Uh, yeah, that was rough. They spent no time on that, and that's not in keeping with the origin story that they gave us for Cyclops in the three movies. So what the fuck? I don't know. For somebody like me whose memory is compromised, it makes it very difficult to keep up with any of this, and it makes it really difficult to care because it starts to become work. It does. The boss fight goes on. Sabretooth shows up, and between Wolverine and Sabretooth, they're able to beat Weapon 11. Oh, and now he's his brother's best friend because, quote, nobody kills you but me. Yeah. Uh, They end up taking... Which, I mean, to be fair, that's a very brother thing. Like, they used to joke, I'd fuck with my brother all the time. Yeah. If somebody else fucked with my brother, I would take them out. Because he's my brother. That's what you're supposed to do. You know, it makes sense. They end up decapitating Weapon 11, who I really don't even like calling Deadpool at this point. Uh, Nobody said, I swear to God, I did not hear the words Deadpool in this whole movie. And his head's falling into the smokestack while the optic blasts are going at, like... Oh, you know, I totally didn't even see that. Yeah, um, I didn't. I didn't see it at all. I, you know, I was probably dealing with the puppy, to be completely honest. Wolverine's like, we're we're not through here. This doesn't make this doesn't make anything fair. He gets down from the smokestack. It almost falls on him. Gambit shows up to save him because I guess he landed the plane and then came on his own. Whatever. Like what this. 
they they stopped even trying in the writer's room at this point. It sure feels like it. I know I stopped trying to watch it. Silver, I, I mean, for real, at this point, I'm just... <sighs> Silver Hawks gets her goodbye moment to be able to tell Wolverine she loves him because she got shot during the escape attempt. And now he's like, you know what? This doesn't even hurt the second time. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. And then Stryker shows up and shoots Wolverine. Uh, two of the adamantium bullets end up in his head. And like a whole bunch. I forgot to even count. That's how much I wasn't paying attention. I didn't count the bullets. I There were six of them. It was a six shot. Yes, but in the movies, you they never do that right. Let them let them have this one. So Adam, adamantium bullets to the head. The idea here being that, it's the that, only... that, that you're scrambling his brain and it'll heal, but the memories won't stay, I th- which I think is fairly logical. Maybe. My idea, my thought was that the adamantium bullet was going to be the only thing that was going to pierce the adamantium skull. Yeah. And, like, go into his brain and kill his brain. Like, I think Stryker thought he was killing Wolverine. Well, then Stryker's an idiot. I, uh, but Stryker said later, he says, no, it wasn't even later. He says beforehand that, um... That it won't kill him. He said it, that it, it won't kill him, but his memories won't grow back. His brain will grow back, but his memories won't. He said that. <laughs> Something to that effect. Um, because that's that's how, you know. And then Stryker walks over to Silver Fox. He's got to have at least one more bullet in the gun because he's about to shoot her. And she touches him and tells him to walk until his feet bleed and then walk some more. That is definitely a me kind of punishment. Yeah. Which we know he survives that punishment because he's there to be the main antagonist for X2. Yeah, sure. Wolverine wakes up with complete amnesia. He doesn't know who Silver Fox is. He doesn't know who Gambit is. He doesn't even know his own name. Oh, except um, he's got he's got labels. He's got the cute little dog tags that tell him who he is. Yeah. We get a, a quick... After credit scene with Stryker uh, getting stopped by the MPs and being arrested for murdering the general, which makes me wonder how he becomes a fucking general in charge. Because this movie is not canon. We also get Professor X, who's been computer generated to be younger, and it looks really bad. Not only that, but its lips are out of sync with the words. Ugh. Because, um, you know, I'm partially deaf. I always look at people's mouths when they talk. Yeah. And that kind of shit just makes me go nuts. And then the second after credit scene is Wolverine in a bar in Japan. And he's drinking to remember. Well, yeah. Because the chick is like, oh, drinking to forget. Yeah, it wasn't even a funny joke. No. And that, I'm glad I, to say... Is it for that? Never expected to dislike one of the Wolverine movies so much, especially when I knew I watched it before and liked it. Yeah. What I want to know is, what was I high on, and can I find some more? <laughs> because I liked that movie. I liked that movie enough when I watched it the first time that when you were like, oh, let's go see this other Wolverine movie, I was like, yeah, let's go see it. Yeah. What was wrong with me then? 
My taste has not changed that much. No, I don't know. I, I don't know. There were large parts of that movie that just kept dragging on. And when we had to pause it to take the dog out, uh, when we had, when we paused it to take the dog out, uh, I was shocked to learn that we weren't even halfway through. Yeah. That was bad. It was too much. If you want to see Wolverine's Tookus, and you've got a good pausing factor. I'm sure there are better places to see Wolverine's ass. I mean, sure. Just Google it. He, I mean, he worked out a lot for this movie. I remember it being a very big deal that he busted his ass, and he was, he was pretty for this part, just for that one scene. Okay, so we beat this movie up. Yeah. What's what's the best part of the movie? Oh, the best part of the movie. Okay, there are a couple of things. I really enjoyed the beginning of the movie with all the wars. Totally would have watched that whole movie. And I really enjoyed the um, the part where he got rescued by the old couple because that could have been a whole movie by itself. Oh, yeah. That whole situation could have been a movie. Um, that could have been the beginning of this movie. Yeah. The brother relationship very much reminded me of my relationship with my baby brother because uh, he's psychotic and I don't actually like him. But, you know, I'd kill somebody that fucked with him, you know, whatever their relationship actually is in the comics. Yeah. Every year on Wolverine's birthday, Sabretooth shows up and tries to kill him. Well, then they're definitely brothers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there are several parts of this movie that would have made good stories on their own. Wolverine and his girlfriend in the woods and him having a regular life. That was a good part of the movie. Like, there were good chunks. Okay. But uh, much like when we had to cut out stuff in Les Mis as a project in, in uh, AP English in high school... I would have cut out giant pieces of this movie. There were a good 30 minutes to this movie. Well, which would have expanded naturally into a whole movie. Yeah. It really would have. Okay, so take this. You got the whole beginning of the movie with the uh, his origin, which is what we were here for. Um, and then go straight from him being in all those wars to him getting the adamantium and going, yikes, what did I do? You don't need to know why the adamantium, just that he's a soldier, and when you're ordered to do a thing, you have to do it. Which is pretty close to what the comics did. Yeah. So then he runs away from them and gets rescued by the old couple and stays with them for a while, falls in love with them, their family. Uh, he, They give him their son's motorcycle and his jacket and his clothes he takes care of them you get this whole scene where he's working he meets his girlfriend right and he's a lumberjack with the girlfriend right and and you get that whole they're alone scene and these guys are like his folks and then somebody kills his folks looking for him and then he finds out who did it turns out it's his brother and he takes his adamantium and fucks him up and then fucks up the guy that sent his brother to fuck him up whole movie right there boom yeah. With all the parts I liked. Decent. Yeah. Better than what I, well, I just watched. Skip skip all of the all of the modern army bullshit. You're cutting out all the stuff that I would say is the worst part of the movie. The gambit, the uh, Deadpool, and the blob. The, the big names that they brought in mm-hmm. because they wanted to use the characters mm-hmm. 
Probably because they wanted to get in on those copyrights. Oh, I'm sure. Um, well, that might be why the movie sucks. They because they were they were trying to do a money grab here. Yeah, they they didn't those those characters did not enhance the story. No, uh, and he could have found, um, he could have found Gambit in New Orleans. Well, and he could he could have naturally come upon those people out in the world because you know people that are alike tend to flock together. It could have been a thing. The Weapon X program evolving into Weapon 11, Weapon 12, Weapon 13, this is a real thing from the comics. Yeah. That had nothing to do with, well, I mean, Deadpool was tied into Weapon X, but it is not Deadpool that got Weapon 11. Yeah. And it is not, like, Weapon 13 is like, it doesn't fucking matter. It is shit. Shit, shit, shit. Let's put it on the list. Oh, I knew you were going to say that. I don't know if I can put it on the list, Jay, because because my problem with it is a couple of um, yucky CGIs. Like, um, they couldn't do practical effects for his swords because it was very obviously fake. Or his blades, whatever you want to call them. Um, so they were CGI, so it was out of sync. And uh, I am one of those picky assholes that pays attention to that kind of thing. The thing is, like, the camera quality was good. Um, All of the technical stuff about the movie was better than a lot of these movies. Okay. So are we looking at, like, I'm not watching this again. I mean, most of this list is based on rewatchability. I mean. Here's where I suggest, here, let me, let me throw out the opening bit. Uh-huh. Between Daredevil and Silver Surfer. I would say between Spider-Man 2 and Blade Trinity. I would watch this before I would watch Blade. The Ryan Reynolds performance in Blade Trilogy is better Trinity. than Trinity. The Ryan Reynolds performance in Blade Trinity is better than the Ryan Reynolds performance here. No. And that is the reason why we watched, we put it where no. we did. No. No? No. 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 The jokes were funnier, but you know what? I can make up my own funnier-than-that joke anyway. Uh, Ryan Reynolds was perfectly fine in this movie. The only problem with Ryan Reynolds in this movie was that they fucked up the origin story for no good reason. So you're saying one step below vanilla. Yeah. Listen, because I would watch this again if you... But I would not ever in a million years ever watch Blade Trinity again, no matter what. No matter what. Okay. I Just period. You might talk me into Spider-Man 2, maybe. But if we're just doing rewatchability, that's where I'm at. Hardline. Okay. Because for me, Blade is... For me, the fact that Blade and Blade Trinity aren't on the bottom of the list is upsetting. Uh, I think they're better than that, but... No, it was all trash. All the Blade movies are trash. And at the bottom of the thing, it should be Punisher at the very bottom. (laughs) And then Blade 2. And then next up would be Blade. And then Blade Trinity. Because Blade Trinity was the best of those. But the best of those means absolutely nothing in the scheme of all the other movies. I just... God bless America. So if I'm counting right, that puts... X-Men Origins colon Wolverine at 13 of 21. So, um, God, I don't, I hate asking this question every week. What are we watching next week? We are going back to the MCU. Uh Uh-huh. 
for Iron Man 2. Okay. Why was that face? Because last week I thought I was going to give you a movie that was good mm-hmm. and worth rewatching. Yeah. Uh, and we did not enjoy it. So I thought Iron Man 2 also was a good movie that we are going to enjoy, but now I'm not sure. This, this movie has shaken my confidence wait, in what I remember about movies. I thought we liked uh, Iron Man. Oh, Iron Man is at number one. Yeah, what are you talking about? Iron Man 2 may or may not be as good as we remember it, is what I'm saying. Oh, well, I don't remember it, so... We'll get Don Cheadle to pick up the role of Rhodey. Okay. Um, we're going to get Black Widow in this movie. We'll okay. see more of Agent Coulson. So we'll see you next week on Marvel Movie Night. So, yeah. Bringing back the after credit scene for some feedback. Yeah. Uh Gina, my friend. Yes. Um send us a, a little bit of feedback from the uh, Iron Man episode. Okay. Um, other black MCU heroes without black in their name. Okay. War Machine. Yep. Which is Don Cheadle. Yes. Colonel Rhodes. Um, and the Falcon, played by Anthony Mackie. I don't know the Falcon. Yeah. Uh, you'll yeah. You'll okay. see him. She says also if you you don't really like Samuel L. Jackson, you should try watching him in some non Samuel L. characters because. What you don't like is he plays the exact same person and everything. She says you should try out uh, Black Snake Moan with Christina Ricci. Um, the Long Kiss Goodnight with Gina Davis, who I love that movie. I don't know that you've ever seen it, but it is a really good movie, and we should watch that today. Um, and Jungle Fever with Halle Berry. Also, she teased us because we say Mark Ruffalo instead of Ruffalo. Uh, which I mentioned earlier. Um, and she wanted to know what the puppy's name was. And it is Bouton, which is French for button. Um, but I got it from Outlander. He's a really smart uh, dog at the French hospital. Um, and we have a lot of feedback from our very, 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 very good friend, Lissa, um, which we are going to do a whole episode for because, much like us, she is a little long-winded. But that's okay, because I love her comments. And if things work out the way I think they will, that episode will drop as a bonus episode before this episode comes out. Yep, we're doing a whole episode just for Lisa. Um, because she really should be on this podcast, I'm telling you. Yeah. Uh, um, my my editing skills are slow, and my time is, is not always my own. So, uh Oh, because um, pretty soon you're going to be starting your new job. No longer soldier. Woohoo! So we'll see you next week on Marvel Movie Night.